Britain feels broken, but how do we fix it? Westminster just doesn't seem to have the answers, but we have found some people who do. Join me, journalist Becca Hudson, and me, the former MP Ed Vasey, for How I'd Fix. From the price of a pint to the housing crisis, this is the show where we take an alternative look at the problems plaguing the nation. And hear practical solutions from those in the know. Catch new episodes of How I'd Fix wherever you get your podcasts. Rebuilding Britain starts here. Experience the unconventional, Evening, the unpredictable, What's and the completely unorthodox exactly. with rule-free Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On Talk Radio. I was enjoying that. Uh, I was enjoying that too much. I do apologise. So smooth. What are you doing? I'm just grooving smoothly. Why are you pushing your, your chest out and w- waggling like your I'm, head? Because I feel like I'm. On, I feel like I'm on board something big and expensive. <laughs> I know that feeling. Oh God, please, <laughs> not at this early stage. I've, I've, well, Katie Puckrick is here. Hello. You, if you were listening last week, we tried. We trialed a new. <laughs> Feature where the guest who is coming it comes in a week before they're coming in. <laughs> yeah. to... It's like pre-drinking. Exactly. We called it peep at Puckrick. Yeah, we've we've dropped that feature. It didn't. It, <laughs> it, the teasing of the guest a week ahead. It didn't work. It was it was it was ahead of its time. But Katie, uh, I'm Ian Lee. This is. Um, I'm so sorry. I've forgotten your name. Your boss. Oh, Catherine Boyle. <laughs> That's the one. All right. Um, I just want to say to, yes. to everyone here, the assembled masses, Great. I think the show has been a little bit too below the belt recently, a little bit too scatological, a little bit lavatorial, a little bit sexual innuendo, sometimes not even innuendo, explicit sexual imagery. So you're involving back bottom and front bottom in this below the belt scenario. Yes, if we if we just establish And taint. I think the first God. time I came on this show, we talked about taint. <laughs> this is exactly and those are the kind of areas I would like to avoid if that's possible, please. I we think, can just I think those are the areas that are quite outrageous. Quite is... integral to enjoyment. Oh, 344. Four. <laughs> Have you seen um uh Book Smart? No, I want to see it. Oh, I saw it the other day, man. Have you uh, um, have you gone to see it yet? No, I haven't gone to see it okay, yet. Okay, you should go was, and see it. I, I went to see Katie's uh, Yacht Rock Doc instead. Okay, yachtrock.com. Uh, uh, this book smart is funny. Oh, it's funny. And just the talk of the, those downstairs yes. areas, there's a very fun, funny scene okay. where, where those areas are involved. It's in. young ladies exploring these nooks and crannies uh, there's a bit verbally. That, that, that Verbal. hole that you think you've got, it's not what you think it is. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> there's a spoiler for you there. It's a very, very funny I film. I have more than one hole, so I can't. I better go see that film and I identify... Think you'll need, it will clear a few things up yeah, for you. Yeah, it's it anatomically. Uh, Katie Puckrick is it. Now, last week, you weren't allowed to tell us what you were coming in for? I just don't, I didn't want to blow my wad. Well, okay, um, uh, but now you can tell us. Yes. So here's what <laughs> here's what's going on. And and the opening song "What a Fool Believes" by Doobie Brothers, circa 1976, is a clue because starting tomorrow night on BBC Four at 9 p.m. is the first episode of my Yacht Rock two-parter. Yes. Roar! Yes. Now. For those who don't know, yes, and I know this is a tough question, uh, but if you can do it like quickly, yes, what is yacht 
rock. Yacht rock is a fun and affectionate and cheeky little term that sums up that blue-eyed soul that came from the west coast of America between 1976 and 1986, approximately, played by studio musicians uh, and key players along the lines of Doobie Brothers, Michael McDonald, Steely Dan, Holland Oates. Um, And the reason why all this music is kind of grouped together, even though they... None of these artists set out to make something called Yacht Rock. It was just something that was named after the fact, much like Northern Soul, yeah. in fact. Um, but it really is music that summed up what was going on in America at the time, which was just uh, aspirational, escapist. There were a lot of problems going on in culture, society, you know, like nowadays. Yeah. And people just want to get in their muscle cars and crank out that feel-good music that makes you feel like you are mm. escaping on a yacht. So you have musicians like Christopher Cross, Toto, um, especially when you get into the 80s, you have a lot of uh, black artists like George Benson, Pointer Sisters, Jones Girls, Jeffrey Osborne, Radio, Commodores, Lionel Richie. But all of this music shares this. It's very plush and lush. It's um, it's kind of perfect. It's very perfect. perfect. Yeah, it's a, a high-level studio musicianship and extremely uncool. It's not, it's not cool at all. Uh, and that's kind of the charm is kind of considered music that your parents listened to when they were organizing their key parties. Um, but it was actually the stuff that was sailing out of the FM airwaves in the late 70s. Well, the, the housewives had the money, didn't they? So they were aiming at your mum. Yes. Yes. Blame blame the moms. Blame those horny mothers. And and in fact, uh, a lot of the charm of Yacht Rock is sensitive guys bearing their soul. What a fool believes. You know, you hear Michael McDonald there singing about, uh, you know, can he get it back together with this lady? The lady doesn't even know he exists. So these are guys who are, are, you know, being sensitive for the first time in their life. And that's an interesting aspect of, of, of this sound as well. Not a lot of women doing it. They're, women are, are the muses. They're being sung about. But if you were a Linda Ronstadt, Joni Mitchell, or Bonnie Raitt at that time, I think you had bigger fish to fry. I mean, Yacht Rock is kind of a, a male uh, week, weekend in a fantasy, weekend in a hammock fantasy. By the way, you can call in and speak to Katie, 0344-499-1000 about this. If you just want to call in for, you know, as, for a chat and the usual nonsense, you're very, very welcome to. Were there any women... Yacht rock yeah, the, groups. Yeah, the, well, not so much yacht rock groups. Um, what you find is, aside from the major players like your Totos and your Steely Dans and your Doobie Brothers, yacht rock was more of a, a, a itinerant uh, category where people might have, in the course of an album, they might have one or two yacht rock songs. So women, that's typically, if, if you do hear, um, like Carly Simon, yeah. um, there's actually a couple of Fleetwood Mac songs that, that dip into the yacht uh, category. They have to be very smooth, you know. It's If it goes into story songs, like the Pina Colada song by Rupert Holmes, people go, well, that, that's got to be yacht rock. Well, technically, I guess it could. It's more marina rock. <laughs> But I love you know, it. Marina. but they, but they, you know, it's too kind of hokey with a punchline, so it has to. Yeah, yeah. And, and another important aspect for me, anyway, is that to counterpoint this perfection of the the music and the sound and the production, it's really integral to have that wistfulness, the melancholy, the the ache of longing, mm-hmm. and that's in a lot of the music. Yeah. And I think that is a that is the bitterness to the sweetness, then that makes it 
palatable and timeless. It's very much adult music. It's not greasy kid stuff. Have you seen, sorry, I'm just thinking of Michael McDonald. Remember that SCTV sketch I showed you? There's a brilliant SCTV sketch. It's Rick Moranis yeah. as Michael McDonald. And it's, it's him as, a, as it's, I think he's called the best backing singer in the world. And it's him driving down the freeway and he gets runs into the studio, puts the headphones on just in time to sing his backing I've seen vocals. it. Oh, you just, great, you've just reminded it? me. Yeah, it's, it's great. great. And then back into the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah and then yeah, just goes, yeah. he's done. We've got Daniel on the line. Uh, we're going to be, these yeah. shows are on, they start tomorrow, I think we're going to. Yeah, so there's two episodes. So episode one, all about the 70s, happens tomorrow night at nine. And then the next week, Friday, the 21st, Nine o'clock again, okay. all gonna, about the 80s. We're going to plug these. These are, these are well worth watching. I've seen literally 30 minutes of the first one because Katie decided to send it to us today <sighs> instead of last week. But it was good. I enjoyed it. I okay. thoroughly enjoyed it. I've got that to watch. Daniel's called in, though. Good evening, Daniel. Hello. 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 Yep. Hello. 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 There. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. That's why we're saying hello when you say hello or shortly thereafter. Uh, how can we help you? <laughs> okay, they've gone. They well done. That, that, they just wanted to see that it worked. We haven't had a kid phone in for a long time. There I'm was a lot of giggling there. There was giggling. I hope, uh, yeah, I hope, I hope, I hope they, this wasn't their one call. You know, they're locked under the stairs somewhere. <laughs> and, and this was the one call. There's a shooter. There's a shooter. Hey, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Let's take a quick break. Then we're gonna we're gonna come back and talk some more about this. If you want to give, if you want to talk to Katie about yacht rock or anything, anything, anything you can. And if you just want to phone in and do your usual nonsense, you'd be very very well to, welcome. <laughs> if you saw the fast eating program that was on the Super Eaters that was on just before this, we watched a bit of it. Uh, it was it was filthy. It was insane. I think I could do some of it. There was a guy that was going to have a, a fried breakfast, a roast dinner, and 15 big sandwiches all, all under 30 minutes. Incredible. And I think, yeah, the, the, the amazing it made scenes. me feel sick just watching it. No, it made me feel hungry. 0344 499 1000. This is Talk Radio. Yes, it is. Jacked up jive talk for janitors, jazz cats, and gin soaked boys and girls. Is that the mundo? <laughs> if you're awake, you're a welcome. I've got five cactus needles stuck in my. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. You can give us a call, dear listener. Um, that would be very nice. Catherine Boyle is here. Word. What, uh, Katie Puckrick is here, who is yes. on the word. That's clever. Um, but one thing <laughs> I've got... You tweeted... Yeah. Join, join us tonight when we are joined by my friend... Yeah. These are your words. My friend, Katie Puckrick. Yeah, yeah. She's, one, she's put in the, the hours, the friendship have, hours. We just went to the loo and we were still talking throughout the process. I will go to the loo with Katie. Well, until I will take done a, that. I will take a dump next to Katie if that's what it takes. But we, she, I don't, I don't, with respect, I don't need to put in the hours because um, we've both been on television. So instantly... Oh, I see. We're showbiz friends. Well, but, but, but I would say, I would say more, I would say more than showbiz friends. But I don't mean in that way. We're not going to get married or anything. <laughs> Um, although it could raise both our profiles, <laughs> could be could be great for our careers. Very strategic. I, look, <laughs> I like your style. But I I thought I found I personally, and I'm saying this, choose discomfort over resentment. I personally found that tweet um, in, personally upsetting and <gasps> insulting. Oh God, you're really inserting yourself into a narrative that has nothing to do with you. <laughs> exactly, but it should do. Oh, and I'm glad you agree with me, Katie. I'm glad you agree with me. You see, well, you're my best friend. So so. 
So be happy with that. I don't know if I am, actually. <laughs> so, so what you're saying is that Catherine <laughs> is obliged to always include you in... I have to share with my friends. You have to share relationships. She didn't say that we weren't friends, you and I. She was just saying her friend. And it was her tweet from her personal account. Yeah. Uh, Atting me and... Well, I mentioned you, so yeah, you're welcome. Can I ask you a question, Katie? Who do you like best? Uh, I'm asking Katie a question. No, I'm not not going to ask that, actually, because I wouldn't put her on the spot like that, because she's talent. It wouldn't be a spot. Look at me, Catherine, while I ask Katie a question. Katie, are you my friend? I'm confused by the body language because you're not looking at me. No, no, because I want to get one over on her. All right, I'll look at you if it's so important. I'm really thrown by this pantomime. Katie, are you my friend? Are we friends? Are we friends? Yeah. Okay, do do, do you feel better now? I would like you to delete that tweet. (laughs) Well, it's done its job now. I can can easily do that. Okay, well, I think that's hurtful. Um, So when did you... How long ago did you make this? Was this a while ago? Yeah, it was. It was uh, last... August. Oh, wow. So yeah. it's been sat there for a long time. <laughs> well, it, it's been being honed and crafted, and it finally was finished in December. Yeah. And then, of course, we had to wait for yacht season to come upon us again. But, uh, yeah, I had a, a lovely week in, uh, in, on the beach, Pacific Ocean, and yeah, in yeah. Santa Monica, and Marina del Rey, and Venice Beach in California. And um, actually, that was kind of interesting because you look at the dock and you think, well, she's living the life. Look at her rollerblading. She's swanning around on a yacht and uh, getting sunburned while there's freaky people tripping around, tweaking out behind her. And that's all what's going on. But the other thing is, it was the first time I had been back to L.A. where I lived in another life when I was married. It was the first time I'd seen my husband, ex-husband, in three years. So I had this, like, extra... You know, like by day, fun and happy, you know, talking about yacht. And by night, meeting up with somebody that I used to have a lot in common with. Wow. And it wasn't unpleasant, but, you know, it was it was a shifted paradigm for sure. And also as well, I, I've done, a week is quite a long time to be out for a shoot like that. I've done those kind of shoots where you, 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 you're you just busy all the time. You, yeah. You film it's, the it's links on one. Days. Yeah, you film yeah. the links on one and you, you do yeah. alternates and maybe we could tweet. Then, you, then you're driving then, for an hour to the yeah, next place. Huge, and it's, long travelling, yeah. It looks glamorous. Yeah, it's very, it is very glamorous and um, one of, there's some lovely interiors shot in uh, one of my super A-list or showbiz friend's home and I'm obliged to, I'm, I'm under oath not to say who it is, but when you look at it, when you see me lounging on that bright yellow chaise long, you can think to yourself, which A-lister? Oh. Two A-listers, a couple. Oh. Yeah. I Is know it... because I'm Katie Pockrick's friend. Oh, I know. I know, I know as well. <laughs> I know as well. Do you? I could guess. <laughs> Goldie Horn and Kurt Russell. Yeah, bingo. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. My, um... My uh, ex-wife is half Greek and they've got like a holiday home in Zakynthos and their friends, her best friend, has got a holiday home on another Greek island. I can't think which one it is. And um, I went over there once and they were talking about how there was this lovely American, the, the, the parents, this lovely American couple had come for dinner and they were talking about them and they said, yeah, so the, it was... Um, would you remember when Kurt and Goldie came over? I went, whoa, 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 whoa. This isn't Kurt Russell and Goldie Horn, is it? He said, yeah, that's it, the actors. Do you know them? I said, yeah, of course I bloody know them. 
<laughs> to the biggest stars in the world. They got a home on this island and they were going over to this just, house for just like lunch and stuff. With just local yokels yeah, kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, just, just hanging out. Yeah. Imagine. Um, well, that's what, you know, Madonna is living in one of her many homes. She's got a home in Lisbon. And I was reading an interview with her where she said, I have no friends there and I keep trying to make friends and no one will be friends with me and it's really lonely living oh. in Lisbon. So... Yeah, that I know th- what you know. Obviously, Kurt and Goldie are much more proactive when they're out in Greece. Uh, Rihanna lives in London, doesn't she? I just heard that. Yeah, she hasn't Rizzo. called me. Has she called you? No. She called me. Uh, she? No. <laughs> but, but like £16,000 a month rent. Oh. Yeah, but she's just become a billionaire, hasn't she? Rihanna? Is she? Really? Yeah, she's like the most, I think she's the most. The wealthiest female singer at the moment. Uh, more than Beyonce? Yeah. More than Adele? Yeah. Wow. The but wealthiest. Because she does investments. makeup mm-hmm. her, and her she, she has all this all these business. Fenty beauty and all that stuff. Sidelines. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And why? where does she live? Let's go visit her. £16,000 a month. We'll find it. It's got, it's, it's, there can't be that many places in London. Notting that, Hill? Is it like Notting Hill or Holland Park? I think Park? it's like a mansion. Notting Hill's kind of townhouses, isn't it? How about Holland Park? That's mansion That's where Elton has one of his um, pads. We have um, a bloke telling you where you've gone wrong in your documentary, despite not actually having seen it. Ding that bell. I love it. We were just talking about this before the show. Blokes taking over music and telling, particularly historical music, and telling everyone else, especially women... Why they're wrong? What the, what the correct infant? What the correct songs to it. like are bearing and why? In, bearing in mind, this is music that Katie grew up with as an American, yeah. on yeah. the spot at the time. Peter Lewis says, oh "Yacht Rock, no mention of Ricky Lee Jones, Little Feet, or Ry Cooder." Oh yeah, that's okay. I have an answer for what's this fellow's name? Peter Loser. I'm going to call no, him from no. now. Pe- Peter no, Lewis. No, Peter. Yeah, those are great selections. Um, the first thing to remember is that Yacht Rock is just pretend. I mean, it's like, <laughs> it's not a real thing at all. It's just something, the, the term itself actually happened uh, because there was a, a YouTube series that uh, started in 2005. Yes, I saw that, some of that. Yeah, it's just totally funny and silly and it's, it's very tongue-in-cheek. Is that where the term comes from, from Yeah, that? yeah, those guys. I didn't yeah, yeah, so there's a group of uh, wiseacres in L.A., uh, loved this music and thought, wouldn't it be a funny concept if Loggins and Messina are fighting hollow notes in this kind of street battle behind the dumpsters, behind the 7-Eleven? And uh, so it was kind of fan fiction writ large. And it, so, yeah, so it was kind of a jokey name. Um, and then it was just a way to say, yeah, th- this is a group grouping of music that shares certain characteristics. But he's saying Little Feet, do you say Bonnie Raitt? Bon- uh, no, Little Feet, Ricky oh, Lee Ricky Jones, Jones and Ry Cooder. Ry Cooder. Okay, so what I would say is definitely um, there's some elements of Ricky Lee Jones, some some of her songs. Like this is the case of the 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 day-laboring yacht rocker where it's like maybe a song or two from the album. Little Feet, definitely from that West Coast um, Laurel Canyon scene. Um, and they played, the, those guys played on a lot of each other's records, but they're a little more rednecky, So they're a little more down to earth. Um and Ry Cooter, I think he's a little more of an iconoclast. But um, you can make a case. That's the thing. You can twist this thing into a pretzel. I, I think we're all right. I'm No happy, one's wrong. I'm happy to say when I don't know things and I learn things and I learned something there in your little thing and I've just Googled it to think, she just made that come. Oh, oh, no, it's true. Ricky Lee Jones is a woman. Yes. I didn't know that. 
I thought you saw Chucky's I... in Love. So that's the song that people. <laughs> I don't know that song. Chucky's in Love. You don't know that song. So that's oh, a real. I know that one. Yeah. I I don't know Chuckies that. Isn't that in terrible? Love. I I thought I always assumed that Ricky Lee Jones was like some some old. Uh, she was Tom Waits's girlfriend. Right. I can see her now, but I thought he he to was some old her. rocker from the fifties. Yeah. Um, you know, one of those sort of smooth Ameri- like like um, uh, uh, Jerry Lee Lewis. No, 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 smoother than that. The, like not quite Fabian, Av- the Frankie Avalon kind of. Oh, okay, like, so like, more like a beach blanket bingo movie. Yeah, yeah. but it's 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 a woman. But then. but all those. Um, uh, Little Feet and Ricky Lee Jones. Um, I'm sure they shared drug dealers with yeah. Doobie Brothers um, and Steely Dan and uh, Little River Band, although they were from Australia, so probably hard to share. You have to be American to be to be. No, you don't have to be American. That's it, and that's the other thing is um, just because the sound was so prevalent, that kind of uh, very smooth sound, um, white guys. Uh, aping black singing style. Yeah. Um, actually, I think the music math on Yacht Rock is... Oh. Is music math involved? It's soft rock plus jazz equals Yacht Rock. Okay, yeah. So it's very mellow. It's very tranquil. Um, sometimes it can be dynamic. I mean, my goodness, you get to Toto and you get to Rosanna, um, Africa. Those are quite surging and burning, yearning. But um, in Britain, there are a lot of really fine Yacht Rockers. You've got... Um, uh, trying to think of a climax blues band. Right. They're from the Midlands, um, heavy on the cowbell, uh, but they were definitely yacht rockers. Um, Leo Sayer had some very reasonable yacht rock songs, and Robert wow. Palmer, very yeah. smooth. I mean, it's if you were a musician at the top of your game by the mid to the late seventies, you were exposed to those influences, and if you were a bit solely, if you rolled in the soul mold. Uh, that's the kind of material that you were playing with. Leo Sayer was big in the States for a bit, wasn't he? Yeah, he... Uh, you know I can dance, you know I can dance. <laughs> <laughs> that was the that's big hit. Because he, he's kind of a joke over here now, which is a shame, because he had a couple he's of great so songs. Good. But I th- I'm sure I read he played Madison Square Garden once. Uh, yeah, he was really big in the mid-'70s. And, in fact, I've just only recently discovered a fantastic... I've got my Yacht Rock list here of material. Can't find it right now. But um, because, again, he was, he'd really established himself by the mid-70s, he was working with all of those same uh, uh, writers and yeah. musicians that made, you know, shared the DNA, this yacht DNA. Let's go to Alistair. Alistair is called in. Good evening, Alistair. Oh, hang on a minute. So I've got the. Is it my fault, my fault, guys. It's my fault, please. Everyone. Hello. Just everyone, just cool out. <laughs> yes, Alistair. Hello, everybody. Hi. Hi. I had to call. I wasn't originally going to call, but with Katie on, I absolutely adore Katie. As you remember, I she was my favourite presenter on the Word. Well, thank you. And I'm very interested about this show, um, this yacht rock thing. Yeah. Where where can I catch it? You can catch it tomorrow night on BBC Four at nine PM, and then the next week, the next Friday, same time, same place. Oh, and then it'll, it'll be on the iPlayer, obviously. Yeah, as it'll well. be it'll live there for a good while. Yeah, so you can watch it online, Alistair. Oh, excellent! That, that's that's really good. Um, Thank you. Yeah, so um, just come back from a meeting, 
Fairer than a million dollars. Alistair's been having a little bit of trouble with the old booze recently. Oh. But what are we now? Are we six weeks? Six weeks now, mate. Oh, yeah, yes, that's great. Mate. Well done. That's brilliant. Yes. And I got me uh, month token today. There you go. As well. Well done. Well done. That's brilliant. Um, so news. I've got two of them now. So that's good. Here's the thing I've never felt worse coming out of a meeting. Uh, uh, the, the, the worst I've, is I felt the same. But generally, I feel, I, I feel at least a little bit better coming out. So they're always, yeah. they're always worth doing. Absolutely. Nice and, one, man. Uh, anyway, a... well, thanks ever so much, and uh, I'll give you a rest now. Thank you very much oh, indeed. There we go. Alistair is yeah. uh, a story of triumph because we had a li- we've had a little bit of history with Alistair. Yeah. A little bit, you know, when he's when he's a drunk, he likes to chuck that sea bomb out. Um, but 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 he's turn he's turning it around, which is um, which is amazing to see. Yeah. Uh, we've got um, um, let's go here. We've got Lavinia. Good evening, Lavinia. Uh, good evening, Ian, and also good evening, um, uh, Catherine. Hello. And, and we've good also evening. got we've also got Katie Puckrick here. Oh, uh, good evening. Good evening. Uh, good evening to you all. Good evening to everybody, one and all. Yeah. Said Tiny Tim. Yeah. <laughs> what Hi. can we do for you, Lavinia? Well, what, uh, what it was, it was on my mind. It's been on my mind for a couple of days now, Ian. Right. Yes. Well, what it is is actually to do with Boris. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Boris Johnson. What I want to say yeah. is that I want to. I would like to uh, jump to all o- jump all over him and kiss him all over. That's what I want to do. Well, more than that, oh. I would like here to make a prediction. Yes. And the uh, the prediction is yes that everybody thinks he's got it. I would like to think he's got it, but there's an. Uh, there's oh. a saying, Ian. You have to walk the walk and oh. talk the talk. That's true. It's a good saying. Right. What does Thank that mean? You. What does that mean in this instance? Well, what I like to think that he's got everything. He's got the walk the walk and the talk the talk. But I feel in my heart of my heart yeah. that he has the walk, but he doesn't, doesn't have, have the talk. talk. Okay. Well, I think he's oh. got the talk, but I don't. I think he's lacking serious walk. Well, maybe so, but I also maybe think yes. to myself, he's also uh, lucky in other things as well. For example? He sort of needs a good haircut for a start. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He needs a new stylist. He needs a good yeah, haircut, a he needs suits that fit, and he needs to drop the racism. Yeah, and also, and also, my what? lovely. Yes, can he I? also oh. needs to go on a diet. No, he doesn't. We know we don't. We don't worry about what size people are. I don't worry about that. Here's the thing, Lavinia. Yeah, go on. Why now? I don't believe you phoned up, really, to talk about that. What, what do you think I phoned up for then? Come I on. think well because because here's the thing. We're, we're not. Have you? Are you listening to the show? Yes, my lovely. Right. I am now. We're not talking. We're not talking about Boris. Well, it, what? God, Everyone's yeah. been talking about him all day, last couple of days. Yeah. Boris Johnson. Yeah, I must call him Boris Johnson. Excuse me, Boris Johnson. Um, yeah. And he's boring, right? He's boring. He is, yeah. yeah the whole thing, yeah, the, totally the whole conversation's agree. boring. So I, I'm just feeling that maybe you called in for something else. Maybe you're right, Ian. Maybe Are you're you, right. Can I, make, can, I, can I ask a question? And if, I, if I'm on the, the nose, you can tell me. And if I'm not, you can tell me. Yeah, are, you call, are you calling in at half past ten on a Thursday night just because you're feeling a little bit lonely? Well, I'll be honest with you, Ian, yeah. and also Catherine, and, and also to other people That's you. that uh, you have been on my mind for the last week. 
Why have I been on your mind? Because I've been also listening to you, you know, uh, little bits here and there and everywhere yeah. in yeah. the evening. Yeah. And I think it was the other night you was talking to James. Is it James again you was talking to James late in the evening? Could have been, yeah. Name James. And you was making me laugh, actually, and oh. I wanted to phone then. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. But I'll be honest with you, I just picked up the phone and I thought, no, I want to speak to them. I yeah. want it. it was an excuse, I, well, actually. I'll I be thought honest so. with you. Now, here's the thing, you're Lavinia. Right, you're if right, you, you're if right. you listen to this show, you don't need an excuse. No, you're not. I know that, but I just want something to just... Just to in tune with you. Well, but just just phone up and say, can I... I, I just fancy a chat for a few minutes. Would that be all right? Okay, don't phone up do about that. Boris Johnson and the Tory leadership. <laughs> Who cares? Who cares no, about that? It's boring. No, right. uh, by the way, Ian... Hello. Uh, 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 did you do your thing, you know, like a couple of weeks ago or yes. or a couple of months ago? I mean, it was some time ago. Uh, you were talking about... Uh, you had a thing in your head. Uh, it was really late at night. And uh, you were saying, uh, you're going to think about it. It's actually to do with the... Um, uh, the environment, sort of clean it up. And oh, we were talking just... about maybe doing like a big clean up somewhere and then just yeah. saying to everyone, we're going to be at such and such a place with a load of bin bags and marigolds. Yeah. And if you want to come along, then come along and we'll clean somewhere. Um, well, I don't, I don't, did it happen? No, it didn't happen. Oh, I, don't, I don't, but it's still my, I just don't quite know where to go and do it. Okay. Okay. All right. We'll let you know, Lavinia. Okay. Well, let me know. Uh, and also keep in tune and just carry on here and also on. Catherine because all uh, I can say and I and I have to say this before I go yes you are hot, hot. full of energy hot and very hot hot in the city hot, hot in, in the, the city, city tonight. tonight thank you very much Lavinia <laughs> there we go we got the some Billy Idol like could some Billy Idol could be considered. Yacht Rock? Possibly. So he's a bit too aggressive, a bit too punchy. No, you're. That's a. a yacht is a broad church, but that is. That's too. Okay. That's a priest too far. Uh, I, I would thoroughly recommend listening to Billy Idol reading his autobiography. Oh, oh God. You'll never forget it. What? He talks like this all the way through it and uh, tells you all about these. He tells you these stories that <laughs> if you replace the voice with the 12 year old boys, it would still work. Like, so, yeah, she was all over me. And oh, just all these stories, like boasty stories. Yeah, stewardess went into the toilets and I looked and she put her head out and beckoned me over. <laughs> I went in there like a hungry dog. <laughs> <laughs> the bit that I won't repeat, the bit that I won't repeat is though... I nearly broke my wrist. The bit where he nearly broke his wrist. <laughs> the bit where he nearly broke his wrist. She was all... Anyway, I'm coming down Let's go to Diana. Good evening, Diana. Good evening, Ian, Kath and Katie. Hi. And Hi, Diana. What can we do for you tonight? Really enjoying your dis- your Yacht Rock discussion. Oh, good. Thank goodness. I, I started to hear my voice just echoing and clanging in my ears, <laughs> thinking that, that maybe I was just speaking to an audience of myself. Right. So thank you. I mean, Ian comes up with a lot of really good music on the show. Oh. Yes, I of do. All, of all different types and... Um, and still people moan, don't they? But um, S- Screw those losers. Who yes. cares? So I've got one or two that you might... Go on. My favourites, you know, I like um, uh, 
Manhattan Transfer. Oh, yeah. I, they used to scare me as a kid. <laughs> what, the tight harmonies? The, the Jean-L'Amour. Honestly, as a child, I must have been eight when that... About eight, and it used to terrify me. Is it sinister? Yeah, it was dark. In the same way that... Uh, that talking head song. And you may find yourself living in a shotgun shack. God, that I heard that in the dark room as a kid and I was petrified by that. Like an angry preacher coming yeah. out of the radio at you. And there's kind of stuttering and they're like, you, this isn't a song. What, why is this? Why is it? What? And, and, you, and you may ask yourself, this is not my beautiful wife. Yeah. What is going on? Where is ah, it? Ta, 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 ta. <laughs> That's a mashup <laughs> waiting to be had. <laughs> Go on, give us another one, Diana. Well, I've got, well, you know I'm a big fan of the Captain and Tennille. Oh, love will keep us together. And they're probably the kings and queens. Captain passed away very recently, yeah. about six Darryl, months ago, I think. Daryl yeah, Dragon. Dragon. was in the Beach Boys for a while. Yes. Yeah. And so was she. She sang with the Beach Boys. Did she? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. also um, uh, some of Steely Dan stuff. Oh, yes. Paul and Oates. And uh, one that you might not know, Bertie Higgins, Casablanca. No, I don't know. Dirty Higgins. Bertie. Bertie Higgins. <laughs> Bertie Higgins. Hang on a second. Bertie, Bertie might be dirty. I'm just jotting this Hang down. Hang on a minute. Because... Well, let's let's have a listen. Oh, he looks. Oh, he. Lo- oh, that's yeah. him. That's him ten years ago. Wow. Okay. Let's have a little listen. So uh, oh, let's, let's see if we can find some Bertie Higgins um, and Casablanca. I've not heard this. It's, uh... Oh, here we go. Sounding good. It's in the it's in the right yeah, place so yeah. far. It's got your Fender Rhodes and your shimmering chimes. I fell in love with you, watching Casablanca. Oh, what a lyric! <laughs> Back room. This is a little soft rock, though. I'd say it's, yeah. it's a, it maybe it gets going after a while. Let's jump forward. Let's let's see, because uh... oh yeah, there you go. It doesn't sound like English is his first language. You know, it's that kind of slight hesitancy around... Because um, he's filled with passion. He's filled with passion. I don't know how to speak. Uh, Diana, thank you very much. 0344 499 1000. There was, you, you, you talked about that Yacht Rock kind of series. That, um, that there, yes. was, there, was, um, there was a sketch show, was it Big Train over here, that had Hall & Oates as detectives. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, they had them as, um, like, but they were like on a council estate in London. Oh, that's excellent. Solving crimes. And do you remember Big Train? <laughs> yeah. I didn't watch, I watched bits of it. It was um, the, the two guys that wrote Father Ted, wasn't it? Who's, and both of their names escaped me. Well, Linehan. Linehan and the other guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a sketch on, I think Simon Pegg was in it. Um, it had the the um, world staring off championships in it. I don't know. It was, I seem to remember it being um, quite Arthur funny. Matthews and Graham Linehan. Arthur Matthews, you say. I wonder if he's doing the music. We had um, Neil Hannon on yesterday. Well, I heard that. Oh, I love that guy. So I has a Hannon guy. connection. Oh. There's a Hannon connection. What's the Hannon connection? I'm... Sounds like a great movie from the seventies. <laughs> the starring Hall and Oates as detectives. <laughs> um, I'm on a Divine Comedy. Hit single. Oh, do you know? I think I might have. This this rings a distant bell. Which one? Generation Sex. <gasps> oh, yeah. So it's my voice on it. So the there, and here's the story behind it. So Neil called me into the studio. Said, "Can you help us out? Because what we really want, we actually don't want you on this song at all. What we really want is this clip from 
an Oprah show where people are going off in the audience and wanging out about this, that, and the other. And um, you're American. Let's see if you can approximate. Well, they play me the clip, and it's these you know distinctly African American well. people, and it's not like I'm you know puckrick of a thousand voices. Katie's white for those who who may not have seen you yes. before, just to clarify. Yeah. So there's you know this this innocent Irish man, Neil Hannon, brings <laughs> me in like it'll be fine. So I did my best. Um, the it's a little embarrassing because, I mean, people listening to it would never think, oh, my goodness, that's a big black lady. I mean, they'll just think it's a shrill, little whiny white lady. But, yeah, so it's me doing two chunks of uh, messing around, like yelling and screaming Wow, that's... Uh, so. I always thought you were cool, but now, now... Now you're, like, proper cool. Now you really want to be my friend. And, and now just, I don't think I can because now yeah, you're up there. I'm up there. I can't reach those dizzy heights. <laughs> um, 0344 499 We'll have a quick break, then we'll be back with some more with Katie Puckrick. On DAB Digital Radio, online and on mobile. This is Talk Radio. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Late Late Early Early Show on Talk Radio. The time has come, the Paul Ross said, to talk of many things. This wild and whirling, wonderful world and the weird stories that it brings brings to us each and every weekday morning from 1 to 5 a.m. on the Late Late Early Early Show. You know what? We've already visited 55 countries. Join us for a fantastic trip of exploration right around the globe. The surf report is there's not very many waves, but it's a beautiful day. It's the stimulating radio encounter of the interesting kind. But a lot of people just come for the sheer fun. The Late Late Early Early Show with Paul Ross. Transporting you to another plane. Monday to Friday mornings from one. This is actually really, really cool. On short radio, you know it makes sense. It's electric, it's eclectic, it's always rule-free. It's the late-night alternative with that man, Ian Lee. <laughs> on talk radio. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. We're going to do, um, what, it's not swift eating. No. Sp- speed, uh, uh, Swift boating? Swift boating. 
No, the, the food guy. Yeah, Battle of the Super Eaters. That's it. Cram facing. My cram facing. <laughs> my boys' uh, favorite program when they come and stay with me. They're seven and nine. Is and uh, we discovered it by accident. Man versus food. Oh. And it's this guy. It was one guy doing the first series. We preferred him, Adam. But then it was making him really, really ill. So he left. <laughs> and there's another guy. And he goes, you know, these um, like um, restaurants all over America. There are there are some in the UK, but what, not many. All you can eat, like not all you can eat, but they'll have like a food challenge. You oh, have to eat, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, a five pound burrito, and then it's free or something. Yeah, five pound burrito in twenty minutes. Yeah. That was one of them. Um, you get and, a t-shirt and they ring a bell and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and the boys, the boys love it, and it's fun. And we've done like five or six in a day once, just watching them back yeah. to back. But I do think, am I? Am I setting them up for some kind of, not to make light of it, some kind of eating? You know, this is not normal behaviour to watch a man... No, it's disordered eating. Um, it is strange because, uh, yeah, I had a, a bout when I was a teenager of doing a lot of um, just kind of stress eating that turned into a little bit of binging. Uh, it was fun at the time, but uh, the, I tell you what, I had back surgery and I was in a plaster body cast for nine months, so that put a, that put pay to put pay to my you know eating twelve Krispy Kreme donuts at, on the go. But um, I definitely remember getting the idea from other friends who had eating disorders right. and watching them do it and thinking, oh, I want to do that too. And it's such a weird thing to decide to do. So, yeah, there could be something in that, or it could just be a freak show, and that's why your kids are liking could it. Just be, it could just be a whole body cast for nine yeah, months. How well, old were you? I was 19 years old. Wow. So it was, uh, when I say body, it was more like a, a, a Grace Jones corset. So it had, uh, it went, it was covering my torso to the tops of my thighs. So from under my armpits, a lovely sweetheart neckline. And then a whole, and, really? yeah, because otherwise I'd be bumping my chin on it. So the <laughs> the doctors cut this little V out. So I had, and then I had um, a hole cut over the diaphragm. So just like there, so that I, my ribs could expand, so I could breathe. Oh, man. But it's very claustrophobic, and it was Washington D.C. in the summer, where it's very you know ninety degrees, ninety percent humidity, wow. and ninety degrees. Uh, I sweated through three casts, which is just as well because I tell you what, they start to smell like a hamster cage, and you want to get out of that thing. Um, but that, and what did you do? You'd hurt, you'd hurt your back. I had uh, scoliosis, which is a spine curvature. Uh, it's uh, idiopathic, meaning they didn't know how the heck it happened. But it was diagnosed when I was thirteen or so, and as they monitored it, they they said this is getting worse. So, so this was to keep you in place to keep the back. Yeah, they had the sur- so I had surgery on. They uh, fused ten vertebrae surgery talk with katie puckrick uh 10 vertebrae to a metal rod so i am a bionic woman but then you but then you were a dancer yes how was right after did did the rod make it easier did it make it harder harder yeah uh so what had happened was i always like to say in a philosophical moment having a metal rod surgically inserted into my spine is probably the best thing ever happened to me in my career because uh, I was on track to be probably a not very successful ballet dancer. Right. But once I had my uh, mobility limited by 10 fused vertebrae and a metal rod, and I wasn't as bendy anymore, but I could still dance, I thought, you know, i got to look elsewhere. So I wow. retrained as a contemporary dancer, and I ended up working with some of the best 
uh, companies in in the world. I, I came to Britain and I worked with Michael Clark Company, Deviate Physical Theater. Yeah. I toured with the Pet Shop Boys. Yeah, I don't know much about dance, but I do. I did read a bit of it and see some videos of Deviate when I was at college. Mm. That's full on. Yeah, it's full that's, on. That's it's intense fl- stuff. It's flinging yourself around. It's physical theater, so it's you know it's not just dance. It's emotion and sweating and crying, blood, sweat, and tears. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, it is very unusual. I mean, I, don't, I have never met anybody else who's gone through what I've gone through and still been able to to dance because that's not always the case. Plus, I gained an inch in height. So they jack you up, and there yes. I was, an inch taller. And is it still in, the, in you? Yeah, it's in me. It's in me forever, babe. Wow, man. I don't get ding-donged at the airport. People always want to know if the if when I go through the scanner if I get caught up, but, uh, but no. It's... Uh, so far, it's holding. You know, sometimes as those the little implements can come loose, and then there's a few nuts and bolts uh, running free in one's well, body. I don't want that to happen. If 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 you pass a bolt when you're in the bathroom, then um, <laughs> yeah. you get get yourself to a hospital as quickly as possible. That's a good good tip. It's a good tip. Um, so, uh, what's the sh- the show called? Yacht Rock. Oh yeah, good question. So we should get the, let's get the serious plugging in the now. Serious so last plug-in. few minutes, let's plug the oh hell out of God. this. God, it's called "I Can Go for That: The Smooth World of Yacht Rock." It's two parts. Seventies first. Seventies very white for yacht rock. Yeah, seventies is very white. The the sound is actually pretty black, you yeah. know, pretty soulful. But it is a lot of white guys doing that kind of furry, full throated sound. Um, and then by the time the 80s roll around, and actually the music becomes more homogenized in the 80s because that's where synthesizers come in and drum machines and it gets a little samey. And then it's black folk to the rescue and we have George Benson and Jeffrey Osborne and Al- Lionel Richie and Radio and the Commodores and Cool and the Gang and Jones Girls and they come in and they just kind of sex up everything again. It, gets, it just stays good. How long does... Um... She's gone by Hall and Oates. Gone for it. it's a great song, but it's in in the the, the show because we we saw some of the show. It just seems to what go on show? your show. Oh, my show. Okay, it seems to go <laughs> the Hall and Oates show. Yeah, they're doing the old grey whistle test. It oh, seems to yeah, go yeah. on forever. Oh, it's because it's in. <clears throat> we they're inter- loving it. Yeah, they're loving it. They're milking it. They're, she's gone. She's not coming back. <laughs> uh, don't forget and remember, she's gone. <laughs> uh, but it's interspersed with interviews and stuff. So yeah, I yeah. think it's artificially. It, yeah, it's misleadingly long. And this is the stuff that you were genuinely listening to. Yeah, so the, there's a great bit when you walk into a room and there's pictures. <laughs> Had you did you know that those pictures yeah. were the ones? Because the, you did a little my, bit. My photographs. You did a little bit of TV walking as you came around. Oh, the my corner. TV work is horrible. It's the worst in that thing scene. to do. It's so horrible. And I, I so the delightful Ben Wally was the director and the shooter. He he filmed this whole thing. And uh, when I was looking at an early cut of it, I just really cringed at that walk. I was like, why can't yeah. I, why didn't you stop me and like make me walk better? Because like, I, I look, I'm a professional dancer, people. I can do a <laughs> slinky walk. And there are some slinky walks in there, but I'm just doing this bouncy kind of from walking in from the living room to sit down. Yeah, totally stagey. Anyway, we got off the, the track. <laughs> the point of your question is, I was a teenager in the 70s when this music was coming out and I hasten to add that it's not music that I had to seek out or deliberately deliberately sought out. It was uh, played on the radio, you know, it was kind of against our will, kind of programmed into our brains because there I was driving into 
Washington, D.C. from the deep suburbs of Virginia to go mm. to the 930 Club to see Birthday Party or, or to see Magazine or to see Psychedelic Furs or Simple Minds or whoever was coming over from England. You know, Nico, I remember seeing her one night. But on the way there, I'm listening to all this mm. yacht rock. That's That was my pregame for punk rock was yacht rock um, because it's just so happy and uplifting and carefree and gorgeous. Um, and it, and it's music that I think really it's, it's only makes sense in America. And that's why British people, they have question marks about even the term. Americans get it. They're like, right. oh, yeah, it's a metaphor. It's like... Um, you don't have to be on a yacht. It's not physically about being on a yacht or owning a yacht or anything. It's just that idea of freedom and escape and uh, wealth, you know, even emotional wealth, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, so th- this is music that is – and funnily enough, when I've been talking about it with my friends on Facebook, I get my old punk rock friends who are going, that music is so cheesy. I can't even believe – you know, have you just been replaced by a pod person, Katie Punker? Wow. What's going on? Watch the watch the documentary. I will contextualize it. I tell you what I hate is I hate the phrase guilty pleasures. I think it's Me kind too. of going out of no, usage a little bit because if it's if you like it, you like it. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's you know it's, there's nothing wrong with with liking Hall and Oates or uh, or any of that. There's nothing also, wrong with it. We're not 15 anymore. Who yeah. are we impressing at this point? I, th- I think it's good. Who's there's a guy? There was a really a guy that um, wrote. Get It Up For Love, which David Cassidy covered on. Ned Doheny. I'd never heard of him, yes. but I know that song because it's on a late, not very good David Cassidy well, album. Well, he wrote What You're Gonna Do For Me that Shaka Khan did. So he's a big hit wow, songwriter. Wow, So he's, yeah. he's got the cash. He's got the cash. Well, interestingly for me, anyway, having lived in L.A., there's Doheny Drive, and Doheny are an old kind of aristocratic in the American sense, uh, Los Angeles family, and that's his family. So he did come from money. Wow. He was a beach bum, but he um, he's big in Japan even now. Yeah, of you know, course. he's they, like they're real connoisseurs of this this sliver of music. So be- you showed the cover of his album. God, he's beautiful. Yeah, well get this when um a lot of those a lot of the dock is shot in our Airbnb where, where oh, we were staying. Where, yeah. Right, okay. yeah, so that's where I was doing my bad stagey, like, walk. Oh, I don't know how to walk suddenly. <laughs> uh, and Ned Doheny is interviewed uh, in there. And in fact, when I arrived from the airport, suitcases in tow, ding dong at the door, it's Ned who opened the door to me. <laughs> Big smile, like he had a sense of humor. Uh, you know, he didn't know. He just knew. Oh, it's the host of the show. How Who's, funny! Yeah, so I was like, oh, "Hi, welcome home!" Like, <laughs> oh my God, it's Ned Doheny. When you, we got going a minute, but the last question's got very little to do with your show. When you're filming in an Airbnb, do you tell? I know it's, this is out of your control, but do you tell the the person whose place it is, mm. or do you just kind of keep it? quiet um that's a good question and i don't know the answer to that but i can tell you whose airbnb it was yeah um i walked in and there were six tony awards i saw those i thought they were dancing awards because you were looking at your photos (laughs) (laughs) actually they're not tony i misspoke because that is theater they're emmy awards Uh which is for television yeah and so i climbed up all over the man's furniture and to look at the the plaque can't remember his name but he's he was the executive producer of the John Stewart Daily Show. Wow. wow. Yeah, the John. And so that's it. So he is living in New York now. And so it's a beautiful home yeah. in Larchmont in the middle of Los Angeles. And 
Those were, oh, so the, those are in shot, are they? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're my dance awards. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> She's gone home, they've got the photos out for her, and they yeah. still have the trophies. Yeah. <laughs> Katie, always nice to see you. Thank you Thank for Thank you very much. Me. You're very, very welcome. I yeah. hope the shows, you know, people watch them and they're a big success. Yeah, if you, me too. If you, I play it. Is, 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 I, yeah. Does anyone watch anything live anymore? Yeah. I don't think. Yeah, but they're there. They're there for you, to help you, to give you balm on your soul. Beautiful stuff. All right, lovely to see you. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. We'll take your calls. We're going to talk super eating after the news on Talk Radio. Tales of mystery and imagination on the radio show that does things differently. Dolly Parton, I listen to a record that they love. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I'm a nut job, but not that kind of nut job. On Talk Radio. Honest to God, it's the new Breaking Bad. Oh, no. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.